Hello and welcome to Patched. I'm your host, Paul James, and choking on his beer is Matto Phillips. How are you, mate? Ah, super. Super duper. Survived it, okay. No panic. With yes, no, no drowning whatsoever. Good. We'd hate for that to happen on uh, live on camera, because I'd just have to push through for the show. Just me on the ground while you just talk <laughs> about... Call of Duty. Um, we're talking Call of Duty. That was I, I really shouted that out, and that wasn't meant to be like stifling your conversation. It just gave people's attention. It's Call of Duty. Call yeah, of Duty. What, a, what about it? Also, switch a lot of people off because we're over that shit. But yeah, not unless you're a casual gamer, then Call of Duty's all for you. At which point you're not watching or listening to this show. So, hi to those lonely people. That one viewer. Hi, Jamie. Jamie doesn't play Call of Duty. Jamie's got taste. Oh, he's listening. Oh, he's listening. Yeah. Not hey, unlike Jamie. those casual, unlike the casual COD people, they'd be, they're, they're, they're gone. So, the reason we're talking about Call of Duty, and we've kind of got the title on for anyone who's not just kind of clicked the video or punched on, uh, the podcast on and not actually looked at the heading, um, we're basically talking about how important actually is Call of Duty because as a part of, I guess, the process that comes with uh, Microsoft buying Act- Activision, They've had to go through a whole bunch of different countries and kind of source comments from competitors. And while in most places that stuff's meant to be under lock and key, Brazil, apparently those rules don't apply. And so in Brazil, the PlayStation Brazil, I guess, had to comment. And I presume the comment was probably a copy-paste from all PlayStation regions. They just sent it to all of their people and just said, hey, when the question gets asked, if you get asked, this is this is how you respond. But they, they spoke about, I guess their take ultimately i guess it's you know, how does this impact you as a competitor that sort of thing for the the governing bodies and whatnot and they let their thoughts well they put it out there and then the world got its hands on it um thanks to reset error and people willing to translate it and all that sort of stuff have you checked out oh, what they said no but thank goodness for google translate otherwise we would be in big trouble no one would understand portuguese yeah uh, there's a few but anyway um so the comment, the thing that's kind of, I guess, prompted a lot of the conversation even this week and I guess even this episode, um, they referenced a 2019 study as a part of a part of their comment. It was a larger comment than this. but Oh, the old, the old pre-COVID study. Yeah, pre-COVID. So, so, so it will be accurate. So we can say, yes, exactly. it will definitely be accurate. 2020 to... survey? Don't yeah. really worry no, about it. No, it doesn't scrap exist. It, scrap it. I guess no, an interesting thing it. to keep in mind, I guess it's a layer on this whole thing that maybe even keep in mind before I read the, the comment out here. Um, Activision had 150 million engaged players previously, and in the last year they've shed more than 50 million of those. I'm and pretty that, sure 50 million of those were cheaters. I, I would say 50 million of those might be kind of Call of Duty people who've largely... I mean, there might be a few around some of the Blizzard stuff, but I reckon a large chunk of that's Call of Duty because their 2021 rendition with uh, Vanguard, was that last year? I think so. I think it was the last one. It was a, the other Black Op. No, I reckon Vanguard. Yeah, I think Vanguard might be right. Like, it didn't really set the world on fire. People were a little bit down on it. People considered Halo the best of all the shooters that year, and then Halo turned out to not be that great either. Uh, outside of kind of the, like the campaign is good, but there's a whole. Well, let's just there. let's be it's honest. Awful. It was a pretty um, a flat year for those shooters. We had uh, Halo Infinite was that good. Vanguard wasn't that good. Battlefield was horrible. Yeah. And I'm sure there was others out there that we're not thinking of. Good year for shooting. But the comment, anyway, according to a 29... Or part of the comment, I should say. According to a 2019 study, the importance of Call of Duty to entertainment in general is indescribable. 
indescribable. That's how big. That's how big they consider it. The brand was uh, the only video game IP to break into the top ten of all entertainment brands among fans, joining powerhouses such as Star Wars, Game of Thrones, Harry Potter, and Lord of the Rings. Sony said in an official statement, oh, "Call of Duty is so popular that it influences users' choice of console." and its community of loyal users is entrenched enough that even if a competitor had the budget to develop a similar product, it would not be able to rival it. Which I maybe like a little backhander at EA there because they keep trying they keep trying to compete with Call of Duty with Battlefield and it just yes, keeps it's called Battlefield. Like, they, down every they stuff time. it up every time. Yeah. Don't go to war with EA because you're with EA win. on your side because you're, they... You're weird easily. They, well, yeah or, yeah, or go to war yeah, if you're the competitor... Take them on every yeah, time. You can't so lose. Take them on. There was like, oh, we got EA or something. Like, oh, we got this in the bag. Yeah. So, I mean, that's kind of the the primary um, comment that's come out of Sony. Interestingly, there was another comment that came Brazil. out of Microsoft. Say Brazil. Sony, yeah. Brazil. Sony in Brazil. PlayStation in Brazil. Brazil. Um, there was another comment that I, I don't have it handy. Um, let me see if I can quickly scratch, uh, scratch it out. But... Um, no, I can't see it. Oh, hang on. The the one of the key quotes. Um, where are we? With respect to Activision Blizzard games, there is nothing unique about the video games developed and published by Activision Blizzard that is a must-have for rival PC or and console video game distributors that could give rise to a uh, foreclosure concern. That was from Microsoft. The, that is a sick bird. Like, I I mean, you can obviously understand what they're trying to do. They're trying to downplay the importance of it so that it doesn't get, you know, less likely to get flagged. But holy shit, surely there's got to be ways better than saying they don't do anything unique. They're nothing. They're nothing. That's right. We own them. Suck on that. Yeah, they're just... That's, you know, that's pretty much what it says. Like, in, in codes, like world. up yours, we have it. Suck eggs. Yeah. So kind of combining those two things has kind of led to then our conversation, which is kind of how important is Call of Duty anyway? Um, obviously, neither neither of you or I necessarily jump into Call of Duty all the time. Um, when's well, I haven't played a Call of Duty that you played. Modern Warfare Two, back right. in two thousand and nine, so thirteen years ago. So for me, it was Call of Duty Modern Warfare, the reboot the one in one. twenty. Can I say eighteen? Something um, like that. Yeah, let me just. I was living um, in this yeah. house at the time, so I, oh, I don't even know what that. Yeah, was. I'd say twenty nineteen. No, because I got the new Xbox, well, not the new Xbox, the One X, whatever it is, and Call of Duty Modern Warfare came with that. I'm pretty sure that was Maybe about 2018. 2019? I'm going to say 2018. Yeah, 2019, yeah, it was 2019 was Modern Warfare. So that was the last one I played, and um, I actually wholly intend to pick up Modern Warfare 2 this year as well, because um, I really, really enjoyed my time with the campaign of... Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Now, I probably won't be getting it day one because, uh, like, the campaign is obviously a bit of an afterthought, and I'm not so crazy about it that I want to spend a hundred bucks up front. Like, I'll wait until it's on sale at some point and and pick it up. But like, I'm kind of picking and choosing when I jump into Call of Duty at the moment, and I think that's kind of okay. And I'm sure there's people that you know jump jump in and out for Black Ops or jump in and out for I don't know whenever Sledgehammer does one or whatever the case happens to be. Um, so I can appreciate it a little bit, but yeah, I guess the both of us are coming at the, for context for everyone watching and listening. We are both coming at it as the most fair weather of Call of Duty players. No, 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 no. We it's probably not even. No, we are what I would call me and Paul are 
gamers. Most people that play COD, to me, are casual yes. gamers. So they're your people that play probably either FIFA, Call of Duty, and Fortnite. Your triangle yeah. of games for a casual gamer right there. Yeah, I could, I could see anyone, that. Anyone that's honestly a gamer will play. There's like They'll know. There's they like might a whole play Call of Duty, but it's They might so play Call of Duty, Call but of they Duty. also know that there's probably better first-person shooters out there that do it better. Oh look, I'll, I'll give I'll give Activision like and all three kind of developers slash Raven slash everyone else they drag in like the quality of the first person shooting is incredible like it's top oh, yeah. notch, um it's right up there with what Bungie and Bungie are probably the best of the best when it comes to the first person shooter realm and how good it feels to actually play like they're in that same sort of conversation every single year, um to their credit but yeah I guess as the whole experience yeah I'd, I'd kind of agree with you there they're not the best of the best like they're fine no they're they're good they're not great they're just yeah. on that good but not great it's like the whole you know Bethesda catalogue good games but not it, that great moments of brilliance but mostly it's just eh like oh yeah yeah it has its moments but overall you just go eh would you play it again probably not that's yeah, just yeah and I'm, it kind of shows even in the I mean admittedly I think part of it is the fact that they're churning a game out every single year Yes, they've got kind of two or three year rotating cycles for the developers, but how much can you really improve a game when you're putting one out every single year? Well, you know things are bad when you have to get a celebrity involved. That's when you know things aren't going well for a game. Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey. The guy from John Game Snow. of Thrones. Yeah, hey, I've uh, gone blank on his name, but yeah. Uh, Kit Harrington. That's the one. Very nicely done. Good pull. Jon Snow. We shall John call Snow. him Jon Snow. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess interesting that yeah, Game of Thrones was one of the franchises cited by Sony there, but um, yeah, I just, I, I guess like the comments from Sony, I feel like are a bit hypocritical. Now, obviously, I think Call, like Call of Duty is the biggest gaming brand out there, and that's proven because it's in the top ten where nothing else is. But you like at the same time, while while Sony is, I mean. I guess the only thing they're losing is kind of marketing rights and exclusivity. So they'll lose some sales because people will jump across and pick it up on Xbox as I'm sure as soon as as soon as Activision joins the fold, Call of Duty will be free, be free via Game Pass. So that's that's certainly going to be great for them. It's going to cost Sony money because people aren't buying the game on, on PlayStation, so they miss out on their cut from the initial sale. They miss out on their cut from every microtransaction and DLC and all those. I, I can appreciate it. But at the same time, like... None of, like none of these franchises on their own are as big as Call of Duty, but they combine to be, and it's where PlayStation's doing its deals to lock down KOTOR, no matter what ultimately happens with that. Final Fantasy, they've got 16, they've got Forspoken, they've got 7 Remake, and it's its sequel. Like They're, they're locking down exclusives all over the place. Um, they've There's got one key feature for those like first-party games. They're all third-person games. Yeah, there's that. That's sort of the problem they have is that they don't have any first-person perspective games because that's sort of unless yeah, you get Insomniac back on board to do a first-person shooter, which they did back in the day. Look, there's with... rumblings that um, Guerrilla because they they expanded and got a second team. There's oh yeah, they did Killzone, they be, of course. Yeah, they did Killzone. There's rumblings that they might be working on either Killzone or SOCOM potentially. And oh, the whole SOCOM's back. I mean. It'd be kind of interesting, like, I mean, considering they're looking to kick off, what was it, like, 10 different live service games over the course of the next two or three years, 
You, oh, yeah, we did talk about this. Yeah, we, we, yeah, we've spoken about that. I reckon like at least one of those has got to be a first-person shooter of some sort, a competitive first-person shooter. Well, you'd hope so. I mean, if it's SOCOM, just think about the technology these days with yeah. your speaking commands. Because back then, you just had your little microphone about seven commands that you could do. Now you can just straight up talk to people. Yeah, now you can just do a whole AI listening thing and do whatever you want. Yeah, there's a lot they could do with that. There's, I mean, you've even got... And whilst... I guess like people have tried to jump back and say, yeah, but they bought Bungie. The thing that kind of keep in mind is that Bungie was bought by Sony. Not then, like they're actually not a part of the Sony PlayStation Studios brand. They are they're still, of, but they're still doing it to all consoles. That's what yeah, they've so pretty much they made put clear. Out a de- it sounds like when they put out Destiny Three, yeah, it'll come to everyone. Uh, maybe if they do a new IP, that might be different. But if they do a Destiny Three or like, well, I suppose that's the only kind of IP that they're known for these days because Halo's with Xbox. Um, so just rubbing salt in the room for Activision dead, if that's the case. Like, hey, we're releasing it on all consoles. How about you, Activision? Well, I mean, the thing is, like, Phil Spencer's come out and said, and I guess this kind of continues with the whole how important is it, because Xbox came out and said, and I think it was probably to kind of offset concerns, potential concerns with regulators, was that, don't the net, like, we're going to honour our contract anyway, they're still going to keep coming to PlayStation. So while Call of Duty's having a year off in 2023, which is crazy, like there's not going to be a brand new Call of Duty entry that year. Um, what are people going to do? What are those casual games going to do? Oh, they they're can't just play, play Warzone. Let's, let's keep in mind, there's a new oh, Warzone. Yes. Like, we've got yeah. Modern Warfare 2, but also Warzone 2 Warzone. comes out this November as well. So, um, And with that being your Battle Royale and your live service, that'll keep them going through 2023, no problems. But um, yeah, I, I guess like there's, there's a whole mixture. Like, I guess... Let's let's keep it simple because we've kind of rattled off a whole bunch of different factors in this whole thing. In your eyes, how important is Call of Duty in this battle between PlayStation and Xbox? Uh, to me, not very. That's just a speedo. Yeah. But oh, like Overall. I said, I'm not a casual gamer. I've got other FPS games I can go play that, Doom. in my opinion, yeah, Doom that are better. Yeah, like Far Cry. I know that's sort of pushing it, but. I mean, it's still a first-person shooter. still a first-person shooter, but to me, I would prefer to play Give that over Call of Duty. But then you got, if you're going for like a... I'd say I'd rather play Call of Duty over Wolfenstein at this stage because I don't like Wolfenstein. Yeah. But... But, it's saying that I, I mean, wouldn't be that, jumping on... The interesting thing there is both Doom and Wolfenstein are also going to be exclusive to Xbox in the future as well now. Yes. But, I think I would... Yeah, to me, I'd probably... If a new Call of Duty game came out, even if it was on sale, I probably wouldn't buy it. it even it. though, yes, it's coming to Xbox and Games Pass and all that stuff, but if it was just... If it was still on both platforms and, this and all that, and it wasn't on Games Pass and all that, I wouldn't. The way it's I still wouldn't been, buy yeah. it. The only time I'd probably get it if I buy a new console and it comes with it. That's pretty much the only time it, I would buy a COD game. Yeah, it's fair. Um, but I guess more broadly, what do you think? Like, how important is Call of Duty? Is it really going to do a lot of damage for PlayStation? Even just if it's still coming to PlayStation, but obviously now a lot of people are going to be jumping across and probably playing it on Game Pass or whatever. Well, I don't know. I've never really thought about it. But to me, when I'm starting to think about it, all the people I know that play Call of Duty are playing it on PlayStation. I don't know anyone playing Call of Duty on Xbox. 
Yeah, PlayStation really be... got themselves a good... Like, and then you're starting with the also, PS4. Yeah, and then you also look at the sales where they put out their weekly sales. Call of Duty is usually number two on the sales GTA. list <laughs> behind GTA Five, as yeah. always. There's no... Because no I reckon the last Call of Duty came out, it was in there for weeks. Like, it yeah. wasn't just in there for a couple of weeks that it just disappeared off the face of the earth. It, was, it sat there for a long time. Yeah, Call of Duty doesn't move. No. It only moves it, when the next one comes out, really. Or something bigger. Or like, say, yeah. you know, Final Fantasy comes in. They're dead short. It's going to get moved, knocked off. But that's but pretty much back. early in. Yeah, then it comes, comes back. back. Yeah. Where other games come and go, Call of Duty just hangs around. Just exactly the same as what GTA does. But the thing with GTA is it just doesn't move. It just stays in the number one position and just yeah. stays there. Just Every time. Digs its heels in. Then occasionally Spider-Man just pops up and you're like, hey, Spider-Man's back and then Spider-Man disappears. Yeah, I mean, to be like, I guess a lot of those games have legs, I suppose, and Call of Duty does as well. Call of Duty proves it. Yeah, your Spider-Man's kind of pop up and then they just hang around in the top ten forever. Um Miles Morales and Spider-Man 2018 continue to just do that. They just linger around that top 10, even though they're not... I mean, they're several years old in both cases. I, I don't know. Like, I think... Like, how important is Call of Duty on its own? I, I mean, it's obviously going to... Like, there will be some people, 100%, that will go, I can get this on Game Pass and every single year never pay a cent to play Call of Duty ever again. Great. All right, I'm an Xbox person. See a Sony. Because there are, those, as you said, the casuals out there that 100% would go that way. Um, but, on yeah, on its own overall, I don't think it's a massive sort of thing, especially while PlayStation can, tries to offset it with their business deals with other other companies and other brands. And they are, like, where, where Xbox hasn't done a very good job in kind of coaxing over big like again we spoke about it's lord of the rings it's star wars it's game of thrones like it's marvel and playstation is going star wars tick marvel tick um like they're, and they're locking down these games which kind of offset that and then obviously within the gaming space final fantasy tick um like they they are doing these sort of deals to offset it i think i th- i think the yeah how how important is it not big enough because sony is able to offset it but what does it mean for the overall... Brazil maybe bigger than we think. Well, yeah, it could be. But I, I'd imagine that's probably a global message that they're just... There's, it's just allowed to be public over there, and so it is. Um, I think it's it's the overall, and you touched on it when you spoke about Doom and Wolfenstein, is that now, like, I mean, the FPS is still the biggest genre in the world. Um, every single year, that doesn't change. Like, uh, and Call of Duty obviously drives most of that, but... Now on the Xbox side, you, you're now speaking to every, like almost every sort of first-person shooter fan. You're going to have something for them. You're, you're Call of Duty fan, like that kind of really fast, that modern sort of style is there. Your Doom, that's there. Your, your sci-fis with your Halos and all those sort of things, that's there. Like they're, like they're ticking every single one of those boxes for the biggest genre in the world. So all those people kind of, if you want a first-person shooter... You go across to Xbox, and if you're on Game Pass, you get all of those for free. If you're on Game Pass, it means that when Battlefield comes out, if you are a Battlefield fan, um, that's dis- like discounted because EA um, EA yes. players kind of bundled in at a discounted rate. Ubisoft still works them, so you're not going to miss out on anything like a Rainbow Six or any of those sort of things. And they they're doing their deals to make sure those games come to Game Pass. So you you've got everything. You've and really then got everything. also too, be that it is on Games Pass. 
You also got more first person shoes coming out, being that it is Redfall. Yep. Stalker 2. They're coming out on yeah. Games Pass as well. So there's Yeah, next year. Yeah, the other people can go look at that and go, Oh, I might give this a go because I have Games Pass. I don't have to pay for it. Yeah, and to go to your casual point, like and you mentioned Stalker 2. Stalker 2 is exclusive to Xbox for three months. That's all it's gonna be. But most people don't know that. Oh, really? Well, like that. I mean, did you know that? No, I yeah, just like saw it was on Games Pass, and that's all I cared about because I don't own a PlayStation. So that whole PlayStation thing did mean nothing to me. Yeah, like it. That that news has kind of been buried um, for the most part. But like the the exclusivity and the developers said it themselves, that exclusivity is for three months, and that's I think oh, three, six. I'm pretty sure it was three though. Um, three months, and then you like day and date. It'll probably unless that kind of day and date kind of happens to translate to a weekend. Um, like, it'll pop up on PlayStation. That's it. Deal done. Um, but most people won't know that. And so, like, most people go, there's the game right now. There's no official word of a PlayStation version. So, I guess I'm buying it on Xbox or I'm getting then an Xbox. All those, getting, getting then all game. those PlayStation fanboys will get angry and go, oh, why does Xbox get it first? Why don't we? Uh, and that's just a market go, deal. And you say, go play Call of Duty. Go go play that. Off you go. Shoot. Yeah. Oh, wait, you don't have it. <laughs> all it is is a marketing deal. So, like, uh, yeah, um, but yeah, I think like the overall though, like it paints a very attractive picture if you're a if you're a first person shooter fan, and if you are a Call of Duty fan, you followed across, you might discover all these other first person shooters, the Dooms, the Wolfenstein's, all those sorts of things that you didn't want to play before because you were kind of in your Fortnite, Call of Duty, and FIFA bubble, but now because you've got Game Pass and all this stuff's free. You just jump in and give it a go. So all those like, four hundred games, and also it being that your little FIFA thing as well that also comes with games pass when the time comes yeah yeah those Eventually. ones take a little while they don't, they're not yeah. day and date game pass but yeah you're right you're already hey, paying for one less game anyway so who cares there's like three games you don't have to pay for yeah. you don't have to pay or well, four you don't have to pay, don't for, pay for anyway yeah, you, you, you know, don't have, have to pay for Call of Duty then you just you have, have to wait on FIFA. or you can just be patient wait a few months and then FIFA comes along on yeah. games pass yeah it's um, yeah, it's it's an interesting sort of spot there. Um, I like there's a lot of upside for for Xbox out of this because they really do just become the first person shooter box, and really PlayStation gets Battlefield, anything Ubisoft does, and then yeah, do they try and punch back with your SOCOMs, your kill zones, your resistances? But like none of them come close to the currently anyway. None of them come close to the scale of a Call of Duty. It's not to say they can't be better than than Call of Duty. In fact, they probably will be. But, it's just going to be difficult to try and topple Call of Duty because yeah. it's been around for almost, what, 20 years? Exactly. It's so, been around for a long time. You've got a lot, a massive fan base there compared to SOCOM, which no one's heard of for about, I don't know, 20 years. Yeah, I think you really rely on kind of the, the old heads kind of screaming and shouting about it and for it to maybe be free via PlayStation Plus or something. Like, it might need to be one of those day and date sort of here it is get out there you know it's a free-to-play style game that's probably the way that you make socom big again is not put any barriers up for people yeah well maybe you have to that's probably might be the other way because otherwise it could just you know bomb and we know what sony's like with their expectations if it's not final fantasy it's no good yeah yeah i guess yeah you're right uh, like Days Gone. Ah, oh, it's not as good as Final Fantasy Remake. Ah, oh, too bad. We're not going to make a sequel for that no one. No sequels for that. No sequel for you. 
Order eighteen was it eighty six? Yeah, eighteen eighty six. Yeah, no sequel for you either. Look. Not Final no, Fantasy. Yeah, it's not Final Fantasy. Then again, Sony doesn't pay for that. Or maybe they will in the future, with with more and more of the but that goes back to our episode last week. Go check our episode out last week where we were talking about the possibility of Sony buying Square Enix. Um, oh yes. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if you're kind of the same as me, but I guess my stance on its own, I guess to the, the headline of our episode, no, they're not that important, but as one piece of a larger puzzle, they're a huge piece of the puzzle. Jeez. Imagine how many angry people we're going to get in the comments if this is the case. It's just like that whole, I don't know, something else we are talking about and someone got angry. Cyberpunk, that's the patch one. The perks? They'll patch the perks. Or some <laughs> dickhead talking about oh, Cyberpunk. Oh, yeah, and that guy this really and that. going at me. He just would shut up. I was like, mate, just calm down, would you? But All I saw was the hashtag Cyberpunk and just jumped on board and say, oh, I sold more than The Witcher, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, but The Witcher 3 is better. Yeah. That's that's the thing. It still but sells. Who cares about sales? Cyberpunk, Let's focus on the Cyberpunk quality of the game. Cyberpunk probably doesn't sell bugger all now because of how it uh, damaged itself from Boxed the release. It, yeah. yeah, it was a great yeah. start for Cyberpunk. That guy also was just, uh, for what it's worth, that guy was just copy, more or less copying and pasting the same messages to everyone. When I checked through his tweet replies, oh. it was just this, more or less the messages. Of, it clearly wasn't copy-paste, but he just had like the same three ideas. Anyone that says something bad about Cyberpunk, he's like, right, right, get on there. Go, go do his little Word document and just copy and paste copy his paste, little tweets. change a tweets. few words so it doesn't look like plagiarism. Off I go. Also, Twitter doesn't look like I'm spamming messages. Good, good job, champ. Good job. Um, we don't even know what your name is. To be honest, we don't really champ. care. We'll champ, chump. <laughs> Any other thoughts at all? I mean, where do you ultimately stand at the end? How important are they? Well, like I said, I haven't played a Call of Duty game since Modern Warfare Two, and I'll probably still not going to change. Not going to change. Otherwise, if that was the case, I'd have to change my uh, bio on the Player Two website because. The first thing it says is, have played a Call of Duty game since Modern Warfare 2. Oh, yeah, no, we can't change that. We've got to, we can't we've got to change narrow that. So, so I can't I can't go be playing Call of Duty games. <laughs> no, nah, nah, now this conversation's over then, because on that note, well, it's a pretty definitive ending. We'll wrap cut up it up there then. Yeah, we'll just cut it off. Like, Matto's not playing, he doesn't just care. just leave a cliffhanger at the end. can't change well. player play 2 bio, so that's it, job done. So on that note, we'll wrap things up. If you enjoyed this episode of Patch, please be sure to like, share, and subscribe. All the buttons are down below. Hit the notification bell. That way you're alerted to every new video the moment it goes live on the channel. That includes Patch, more, uh, sorry, Player 2 Plays, Gamer School, and a whole bunch more. I was going to say more Player 2 Plays because I had... Player 2 Plays and more 2 Plays. Player 2 Plays in the last few days. Anyway, visit the website, player2.net.au for reviews, previews, opinion pieces, news, features, links to the podcast series, Patch, the Player 2 Pixelcast, and Dev Diary. I'm going to shout out because you referenced Days Gone before. I don't think... I'll, I may not have gone public with this at this point. John Garvin, the writer of Days Gone, is on Dev Diary this Thursday. Um, oh, wow. So tune in on podcast services for that one. Uh, we're on Patreon. Did you, ask Patreon him what, did you ask him what he got dragged on to after Days Gone? He's... No, he left. Oh, so he could just absolutely just... Ra- just absolutely just... He didn't really like, rat on him. He wasn't hanging. Shit. I didn't really rat on him. Um, the, he's kind they of beside the contract said, Here's a big bag of money. Don't no, say anything no, bad. He's, he's aired some dirty laundry in other places already. It was just there was no point in kind of double dipping on that because. Oh right. Been and done it. So I've got to focus more on his current stuff, which is um, Ashfall with 
also former guest Michael Mumbau, um, but who was from the the like the visual arts services group from PlayStation, the one that was like doing all the work on the Last of Us remake initially before and the Uncharted remake initially before they all kind of got tossed off it. But anyway, um, uh, yeah, and like their game is contentious because it includes potentially web three nft style stuff oh no which uh, which as don't they know that nfts are no longer the coolest cool thing to do anymore thankfully it's not i mean i'll leave john's not probably the best person to talk about it anyway it's really michael who i've spoken to kind of behind the scenes since it's kind of outlined a lot of stuff and i'm not actually as opposed to it in the way that they're proposing that they're going to do things um but yeah because nfts overall they're it's a mess and no no one cares and people are dropping off but I think the way they're looking to do it you want to know how bad it is just go google the whole first twitter NFT and how well that's sold after the idiot idiot purchased it for like three million dollars and got like a bag of chips for it (laughs) suck shit um but yeah we had a little conversation about that but not not the big one maybe I'll have to get Michael back on the show at some point to to talk through some of that sort of thing but that's for another time anyway uh we're on patreon patreon.com slash player to au kick a few bucks lower tiers early access high tiers monthly episode exclusives and finally twitter matto matto underscore phil paul james games for me the website is player to au and until next week uh i don't know go play call of duty don't play call of duty do what you like i found another first person shooter to replace call of duty go play doom yeah your life will be better. You can. You actually can play Doom on uh, your on PlayStation. Everything on everything for On now. your PlayStation, whatever it's called, subscription. Yeah. If you got it. If not, just go be the cat. Yeah, go play Stray. It'll be good fun. And wait for a Killzone and Resistance game in the future. Good luck. See ya.